Welcome to episode 46, The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Kevin and Brian. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and just all-round shit-talkers. And each week, we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Hulu, Disney, Plus, YouTube, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. It's a fairly random episode, folks, but we do get to talking about film and media, and this week we are talking about peacemaker and the book of boba fett chapter five if you enjoy what you hear please consider subscribing to the podcast maybe giving us a like and follow or rate and review on itunes you can head over to instagram at the endless cast where you'll find illustrations and clips to go with the podcast and you can send us messages there either commenting on posts or send us a dm if you want to suggest something for us to watch or have a different opinion you can also send us an email theendlesscast at gmail.com all of that being said let's get into the episode Yay. And we're back with another episode of The End of Stream, episode 46. I'm joined by co-hosts Kevin McNamara and Kevin McNamara. Wait a minute. It is the best episode of the show by far. Three times. Is this uh, editing Kevin? Kevin Hello, I'm Kevin. Plus one. Go on, do an accent there. Uh, hello, I'm Kevin. What? No. you <laughs> you... <laughs> What? Uh, I like I like right. my hair long. Is this and, for real? Uh, am I meant? Am I? How, do you know what? My friend Ben does impressions all the time, all the time as well, and he just makes me sound like fucking Darby O'Gill. <laughs> is 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 Dublin people it's don't have a country accent? Accents really at all? I'm just no good. No, at, I'm don't. I'm zero good yeah, at accents. I just learned that. I, I assumed good. you'd be good to be honest, but uh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. you do. No, no, no. Uh, no, actually, no, Brian. He does improv. <laughs> He's not good at anything. Please. Please. Do you know I have a problem? I was, I was trying to be a bit nice there not, at the start. You can't be nice to people at improv, Brian. It doesn't, it doesn't help them. It validates them poor behavior like yeah, improv. Yes. We're going to lose our improv audience. So. Oh, no. <laughs> and scene. That was a bit between me and Kev. Because we're just naturally talented improv <laughs> yes. players. And we've never <laughs> done a single improv. workout. Improv. <laughs> Yeah, I was at a thing where I'd be like good. the the to be off there, bro. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, there it goes. There it is. Halt. Go on, what are you saying? <laughs> go on, Adam. You did a thing. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it moving. Go on, just improv it. No, stop, guys. You're making improv me, happiness. You're making me, you're making me <laughs> self-conscious, guys. Stop. So, Brian, you got a PlayStation Five at last? No, hang on. You, you did a thing. Hang on, I want to hear this. You did a thing. It was on the lines of disliking people that do improv. We were at an improv session, as we were, and mm-hmm. the instructor said, "Always remember that the four uh, key emotions to bear in mind as you step into a scene are glad, sad, mad, and afraid." I know why people hate us, because <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I wouldn't have encouraged you to tell that story if I knew it was about improv. Mm. Brian got a PS Five. Brian got a PlayStation Five. I I did. Did. Welcome yeah. to the club. Um, shout, shout out to my friend Michal, who fucking graciously gave me a PS5 before Christmas. And uh, I have been loving it. He was very, very kind. I I, I grew up with Mitch and I tattooed him uh, a couple of years ago and he sent me a PS5. He's a very, very nice man. Thank you, Mitch. Everybody say thank you, Thank, Mitch. thank you, Mitch. Mitch. So I assume you had yeah. that on your wish list that was linked off your OnlyFans, yeah? Uh, on my Amazon, yeah, 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 yeah. My... and you sent him foot pics or? Yeah, let's say foot pics. I think he said, I said foot. What did I say? <laughs> you can never tell, really. Yeah, uh, shout out to the PS5 stock update guy on Twitter. That's how fair I play it. to him. 
he actually helped my friend out, Terry. He probably doesn't yeah. remember him. There was no interaction, yeah. actually. No interaction Terry followed him. here yet. But I am going to, he's got a, yeah. got to buy me a pizza link pinned tweet. So I, I will. Oh, very good. Oh, and if anybody else just wants to help out uh, uh, a real good Samaritan who's helping nerds get the PS5s, buy him a yeah. pizza. What's his Twitter handle? Do you want to like search it in real time or do you want to like fill some air while I just double check the actual handle? PS5 underscore Ireland. He does stock alerts and uh, he's usually pretty on the ball. And mine wasn't originally supposed to arrive until February, but it arrived on Tuesday, I believe. Um. And so do you feel more fulfilled do you feel God, like a yeah. better human being I mean, do you feel actualized the self-actualization is just dripping off of me it's it's yeah really my yeah. cup runneth over it's with dripping. self-actualization yes yeah i am at yes. the top of that pyramid what game did you get i got ratchet and clank rift apart in the bundle oh mitch got me that as well have you played it it's good fun no, I haven't played it. No, I haven't. Got it's a it's to it's, play it uh, it's it's really good fun. It, like I I think I'd mentioned to you guys before, not a game I would typically buy. Not because I don't dislike it or anything. I just I, I don't buy many games these days anyway. But uh, lots of fun. It's really good fun. Really enjoying it. It looks looks superb and uh, it's okay. good fun. And I might, I might try and get out this weekend. There is a pre-installed kind of game on the console as well. It's it's more of a demo for. The controller, the new controller with the haptic feedback and the um, adaptive triggers and stuff like that, and that's kind of a bit of a nostalgia trip as well through PlayStation's history. And it's 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 so charming. It's so much. I fun. have played a little bit of that. Yes, it's, my it's brother great. told me to play that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I, 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 do you encounter the walking T Rex? Walking T Rex. Yeah, from the demo disc of PlayStation. Do I remember the T Rex? Vaguely, I haven't seen the T Rex yet, but it's probably in there because everything's in there. There's there's some deep, mm. deep it, cuts in there. It, it was just a T Rex model that was doing a walk cycle, and you could pan around that shit. It was cool. That was all it was. If if there was, I might have assumed it's, that it was from Horizon, as opposed to that. That would have right. been my first guess. So, yeah. But um, there's like little cool touches, like when when the little robot character Astrobot is walking through like flowers and grass and stuff the vibration in the in the controller it's not just like your usual rumble it's like it's it's very kind of subtle intuitive or something it's it's not just a straight rumble it, it's it's in different parts kind of, of directional yeah directional and stuff and like as you're walking on a surface and you're like you're tapping on the surface it taps it, it's it's much more subtle and what would be the word i'm looking for I, I can't think of the word before. It's, it's not. It's it's kind of more dynamic. Immersive? It's not just like a straight rumble. Well, the result is that it's immersive. But mm. I'm just in in a technology sense. It's not just like there's a thing happening on screen. The thing's rumbling. Mm. It it changes. So like the the sensation for walking through grass is different to walking on a metal surface and stuff. Yeah, like it's more the rumble is more intuitive of what's going on on the screen. If you get me. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think that would be so so much fun but it, it's just a lot of fun just doing a simple thing like that and I'm looking forward to games more games that kind of utilize utilize that stuff um it's good what game are you most what what game are you like say 
like really think about buying next or what game is like has you excited Elden Ring is pre-ordered and that's out okay February that's 25th. Lord of the Rings is it no no oh sorry no it's um it's from the guys who do the Dark Souls Demon Souls oh okay game. no I'm not playing that game do you really should oh, no I genuinely you play them you haven't I don't think when I have watched you I have watched you when? you were playing the one where you're and uh, you were in a nightmare no Mm, no <laughs> I think you were just watching him play like I remember uh, playing like fucking Wii U fitness or something that felt like a nightmare Kev sent me a text I think about oh, a week yeah. ago and it, it just reminded me of it now <laughs> he, was, he was trying to get the name of a game and his description of the game was couldn't be more vague it was like <laughs> What's the name of that game where when you die, you restart and you play again? It's like uh, every video game ever, you mean? Stop, stop telling people this. I tell people I, I, I play more of an exaggerated version of myself. If people know this is a real me, it would be awful. Uh, I'm yeah. sure, what, what nightmare game? What one do you think of that? The, the worst thing, actually, just the, the worst thing about that. I, uh, my friend Mark was showing me a game on PlayStation. Yeah, the thing is, yeah, he, he was showing him the game that Kev was asking me about. <laughs> The reason he asked is that he was watching the game and he thought, oh, this reminds me of something else that I had told him about. And he was trying to find out the name of that game and he was literally watching Looking at it. He was trying to find the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff happens to me a lot. Um, But uh, the Nightmare game uh, was like really hard, Dark Souls. uh, You look look kind of Victorian-esque, but it was definitely a Japanese game. Oh, that was Bloodborne, Um, yeah. That was Bloodborne. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I watched you play that. Yeah. yeah, it was a nightmare. Aiden got a thing. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and is that, the, is that the, the, the Elder Rings is made from the same people who made that game? Same, same people. But two things I would say is they really are enjoyable. Like uh, the, I'm pl- replaying Dark Souls 3 at the moment. And the only reason I want to quit at the moment, I've, I've made through most of the game. I, I've There's only two bosses that took me more than four attempts, I think. Uh, I'm on the kind of like second last, it's an optional boss actually, and it's right before the end of the game, and I'm on that at the moment, and I want to quit because of the camera. I'm I'm fighting the camera more than the boss, and that's driving me fucking crazy. But in terms of the challenge that the games kind of represent and the reputation they have, they really are very enjoyable and rewarding to play. Like the the... Last game they released just before this one was uh, Sekiro. This is a kind of samurai one. And there was a boss in that. There was a boss in that that took me weeks. And I didn't rage quit once. I was just like, I mean, I got mad and everything, but I was just like, what? I was like, motherfucker. Um, just beat my ass so many times. And then like by the time I beat it at the end, I was like in a total flow state and it was just... It's just it was just so enjoyable, but as hard as they are, they're they're usually pretty well crafted. Where I'm not in a point where I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm never playing this again. This is bullshit." Um, so that's one thing I would say about the the reputation they have for difficulty. Two is they've kind of made this game with new players in mind, so they've put in a lot of kind of quality of life stuff to to kind of avoid those kind of stressful scenarios. It's not that the game will be any less difficult, but they've put in stuff like 
um i think so for example when you're playing one of the dark souls games you might come up against like a couple of regular enemy types and you'll get experience points for kind of killing them but they might take a load of your your health and you'll go back to a checkpoint to restore your health but when you do that the enemies all reload again you got to do that over and over again and one of the things they've included in this game is that if you beat a large kind of mob of enemies you get your health back so you don't have to go back to that checkpoint so the, the game isn't any easier um in that sense it just kind of removes some of the a lot of quality of life type stuff so anyway i have that pre-order when you that's say quality life thing. you mean for the player for the player yeah 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 okay that's cool yeah is it yeah. just yeah. a little bit like, more forgiving not even for, like so even for example now the the boss i'm playing in dark souls 3 at the checkpoint i have to walk my character about you know a minute or something to where the boss is so like i go i play the boss there's a little cutscene. the boss kills me in three moves i'm dead i'm at my checkpoint again i've got to wait for it to reload and walk back to the thing whereas they've included just a few more soft checkpoints when you're in like when you're in a kind of a boss encounter area so basically if, if you're losing to the same boss over and over again you don't have to walk through the entire level now they've always got kind of shortcuts and stuff but now they've actually just put in a kind of a soft checkpoint um so it's not even about it's not about making it easier it's just about kind of making the experience a bit more smooth that's that's the plan anyway. Whether it plays like that or not, no, kind of remains to be seen. But. I like playing the odd uh, computer game, but uh, uh, I do for fun. I don't need to be challenged as I find my life on a daily basis challenging enough. So struggling, having to repeat things, um, that's a daily thing. With that, that's the difference then as well with this game is that it's an open world. So in the previous games, oh, it's okay. a map, and you yes. you, you got to progress. Very linear. Mostly in here, there's a couple of times that where you can have an optional that the path might branch and you can kind of say, I'll do this bit first and loop back around or something. But this is an open world. So like if, if there's a part that's too hard, you can just go in the other direction and look for something. A open bit. world. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, on the scale of like Red Dead. Um, it won't be quite that. It'll be closer to. This is Elden Ring you're talking about now, is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So th- there's less things like towns and stuff like that. It, it'll be closer to probably Breath of the Wild in that you're kind of walking through um, a post-apocalyptic fantasy setting. So not post-apocalyptic in the okay. kind of usual urban sense, yeah. but in the, yeah, it's it's in a sort of like um, post. It's as if uh, as if Sauron won in yeah. Lord of the Rings type thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna say, I've seen I've seen the the game that you played before, um, so I'd imagine it's something like that. Less nightmarish, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching you play it was nightmare enough for me. I think when you were watching me, I discovered a year or two later there was a boss in particular in Bloodborne. I just could not beat, and I'd gotten through like some difficult bosses or ones I found difficult anyway. At least um, I had skipped a boss, so I was my character was under, severely under leveled yes. <laughs> where yeah. I was, yeah. and I yeah. just kept doing it, and I eventually well, you're, got you're, it. Yeah. You were great at video games. I I am not, but uh, I wouldn't think. Yeah. So. I, I I would say I'm very average at games. To be but you're because pers- I, I, I don't have a lot of. But that's the thing. It depends because I don't have a lot of patience for. I broadly speaking, what I'd call like bad design. So like the that thing like with the the camera at the current boss. Yes. Yeah. I'm ready to give up on rage that completely. Quit. Whereas there was a boss right before that. I sent you the clip of it actually. You mm-hmm. did, yeah. I mean. And. It was about three in a row, and like one, I think my third attempt, I literally got 
one shot at and I was just like, all right, I'll just try that again. I went in, I, you know, just improved gradually. But with this one, I am just wrestling the camera and I have no patience for that. So I'm kind of persistent yes. in some things if they got my interest. But if it's... Well, as long as, like, long as the like gameplay like, holds up, like if there's something fundamentally yeah, yeah. flawed in the mechanic or the or the the the, yeah, the game's exactly. behavior, I, I, it's hard to. I I get won't past have the, the patience to learn how to. I don't have the patience to learn how to manipulate the camera just for the purpose of kind of beating this boss. Especially well, like once I I get maybe three hits in and I'm a quarter of the way down to beating the boss, and then because the camera fucks me it's over and then i gotta start from that checkpoint and run up again mm. and i'm just kind of like i think i'll call it a night whereas with the other ones i'm like i'm gonna give that one another go yeah i think I, mm. I was close that time or even if i wasn't close i was like i fucked up there i know what four I did hours later again. four hours exactly <laughs> i'm looking forward to that one that is a, a month away so what what do you think of um like God, was it last year that Microsoft bought Bethesda, and this year they've just acquired Activision? Is it? Yeah. Uh, Things I don't particularly like the games that those companies make. So you're kind of fine. Like, I'm fine. Um, Now, I mean, that might still hit Sony in a way that they can't. Maybe they've got to be a bit more. Self-generating, cautious, and careful about what the. Yeah, or just kind of more careful about what they spend stuff on because things need to sell better, I guess, if they're up against the more broadly popular stuff. But um, but I guess, do you not think, though, like, I understand Microsoft buying these games, all these uh, the, the game developer companies and stuff. Uh, do you not think, though, they're kind of like, okay, they obviously, they might make that stuff exclusive to Xbox because they want to sell more units. But is it not also a case of, like, them just shooting themselves in the foot? Because, like... I know myself, like, if I was, like, playing a certain game, like, um, I don't know if I'd want to buy another console to just to play that one game, you know? Well, like, I, I think what they're... They had, that, that's, the, that's the bet that they're taking, that the, the majority of people playing will stick with one but, console, maybe, and, and yeah. going forward, if, if people... Especially because the stock is low on the current generation of consoles that if anybody was making their mind up about whether they're going to get a sony or xbox they might say well they've just bought some of the biggest yeah. publishers and developers, developers so i'm gonna yeah but um it doesn't affect me kind of, i don't play those yeah. games. there's the element yeah. as well though like i think um activision reported you know that there are contractual obligations around like the next three call like of the next games. three games yeah so they have I, to i'm not even sure if, support yeah. playstation and xbox for the next three whatever there's there's already yeah you know, there's contracts in place on that and, and the thing over. is the thing is Sorry. like no no um but like just because they own those companies not everything that they produce has to be exclusive either yeah. and because they own them if they release it on another platform they're still getting they're still making money off of sony selling. That's, yeah. that's, so, that's what i was thinking like yeah. it's like it is what it is it could just be a move like we can afford them so we're going to buy them yeah uh it's like it's like kind of the Disney stuff. It's like just because Disney owns Fox, like they're still Fox stuff on other streaming services. You know, yes. I think there is, right? Yes, yeah. There's a little bit of that. Like, like just just because they own one place doesn't mean there was um, there was a thing that happened immediately post the the purchase of Fox, and I remember seeing some exhibitors kind of being like, "This is fucked up," because Fox were pretty liberal with their the availability of their IP or stuff like it. So they would, they were really happy to let 
cinemas just like here show I don't know fucking show a fox movie yeah pull a fox movie out of my brain here but like they were really like yeah here's the catalog pick something play it in the cinema go wild whereas once that happened Sony Disney immediately were like okay we're just going to stop that for a minute and look at what the actual behaviour is here now maybe that levels itself out but I know immediately post the purchase there was something like that going on Um, because Disney are pretty um, protectionist on their stuff um, hence the Disney Vault concept. What's that? Uh, you used to only be able to buy, you know, VHS or whatever for like a limited oh, yes. period because they wanted to maintain the value on these releases, you know, so they could always charge, you know, like when it was a VHS, it was 80 quid was the original cost of VHS. <laughs> yeah. so they, I mean, like, I get, like, there's, there's an aspect of that that's kind of like, you know, it's art, it's smart, you know, if you make too much of it, it devalues it. But uh, but also it's like kind of it's not practical for for something like that you know mm. like they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. But um, you know I'm not I'm not I, I I'll stick to the PS5 uh, as long as overcooked doesn't get taken away from me. <laughs> then you'd move to Xbox. Yeah, I'd move country for that game. <laughs> <laughs> so you you mentioned um, art and devaluing there, and I was just somebody was asking me about NFTs earlier, and I'm like I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Do, do either of? I feel like Brian has a notion. It's scam. a scam, right? It's a scam. giant fucking scam. Scam. It's a, it's a like scam. Like scam, scam. Scam. It's an environmental issue. It's a pyramid scheme. It's people are stealing people's bro, artwork to make bro these things. Crypto fucking money bullshit. Sorry if that offends anybody, uh, but I just don't agree. Uh, if I see if I see the old memes of it. It's gotta be bad. Because just as I was coming, yeah, the monkeys. Just as I was coming on here, it's like Gwyneth Paltrow has revealed her fucking bored ape NFT. Like what? She's it. What the fuck is this monkey? That's that's hypocritical of her brand. No, is it? No, because her brand. Is money. Brand is making is money. money. Is a privilege. Yeah. Is a privileged lifestyle. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it like it might have the air of being environmental and stuff Walk like that, but whatever. it's. It, but it's nothing. woke from a it, very privileged place. It's, it's never claimed to be, really. It's just kind of the it's the assumption because it looks a particular way and, you know, is presented a particular way. But I don't think it's ever, ever claimed to be Walk environmental or, or, or anything. Yeah. I remember I remember watching her in an, uh, John Favreau. Chef show, yeah. Yeah. Did you see her on it? And like he, it's she's so rude to him. Like she does, like was I warning you with that? And we we did. It's like yeah, it was Spider Man Three. We we're all there. She's like, oh, I don't remember. It's just like give the guy like, either like you're trying to downplay the fact that you're in these silly superhero movies. Yeah, or, you do feel the the part of the sentence that caught was got cut was whatever goofy shit I was in this week. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Aiden, you were saying, I was asking about NFTs, and Brian was explaining about it. Yeah, I don't know, Brian. Brian, over to, over you. to you. What's an NFT? How does it work? Should we mint them? I've got I've got some drawings. Where do I start with? What's stopping me from just like I could just copy trace these things? What's stopping me from doing that? So 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 first like the in NFT it's a non fungible token, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just a it's it's a generated key of it's a string of characters and that's unique, right? It's like it's like when you get like uh, a digital voucher. It's it's more rare than that, and that that's one of the parts of this is that it's it's the rarity of the thing. So, Bitcoin blew up, and everybody wishes they had jumped 
on that when they first heard of it, right? And it takes so long to mine coins. 2007, it was about 50 euro Bitcoin. And I thought this would be a good idea. And then someone was like, this seems like a scam. And I was like, okay, I won't then. Well, it, I mean, it, it is a scam. It's just when enough people buy into it. Oh, they were, they, they were right. There, yeah, enough. I just am also yeah. like, I, I can't and, and that, that's, that that's part of what That's part of what's happening here with NFTs is that everybody talking about it is trying to build up the hype around it to inflate the value of the thing they currently have. So the more people buy into it, absolutely, the more legitimate they become. But one of the one of the lines they were using to sell the scam is that this is a great way for artists Artists to to earn money on digital stuff. But the thing is nobody's buying the art you're exactly right there's nothing stopping you copying or tracing something because they're not buying it what what it's like is if if i have if i took a page from this right mm. that's he's holding up yeah. a, a copy Comic. of one punch yeah. man so, or any anything at all right it, it, it'd be like Our giving listeners. any anything whether it was physical or digital giving that a unique key right and some, sometimes mm. you, you, you might like a serial if, number a serial number, basically, yeah, it'd be like it'd be almost like a chassis number on your car, right? It's a unique thing, but it's more unique than those. They're they're rarer because of the way they're created. It has to do then with the how databases work and things like that. But it's essentially a unique serial number. And the thing is, like I was saying, um, crypto coins are rare because they take so long to mine. Whatever. It's a way then to make to inflate the value of these other things that are unique but less rare does that make sense mm-hmm. so yes. so co- co- coins are unique and rare tokens are unique but less rare and one of the ways then to to get people to buy this unique thing is to attach it to a piece of art for example and to then say this version of this piece of art is unique and and the thing that people are saying like it it's no less unique than an artist actually signing the thing with their signature and numbering mm. it because that's mm. all it is at the end of the day. and that that's why a print is valuable at the end of the day because the artist signed it and numbered one of 50 the, 10 or 50 or something it's the same thing with this but i have a quick question sorry it's what kind of summarize sorry, what you're actually buying is the token or that serial number with the image so when somebody releases an nft of 10 jpegs or 50 jpegs what you're buying is the unique serial number and then what happens then is i i have i have the what happens then is it's in a it's in a database right it's in a a a ledger effectively i can attach a value to that thing i own right and i can give it aiden can buy it off me or i can buy it from aiden but then within that ledger the ledger will show that i've got this unique token that is worth 200 bucks cuz aiden paid 200 bucks for it and that 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 value is almost kind of set in stone and then that value can accumulate because you've got this unique thing that can just appreciate in value the same as as any asset can and the more the more people that buy into it you have to mint coins to actually buy you have to get a wallet and you have to get coins to actually create a token. So that that that's what's driving up the value of the coins then. And then people are trading tokens. But then what you have then is, a, is on a ledger, we've got a thing where I've got an asset now worth whatever value I set it to. So I, I could have, I could, I could print, I could scan a page from One Punch Man and mint a token, a unique serial number token to that page. 
and say, this is worth half a million. And Aiden takes it from me. And now there's in the books assets of, you know, half a million being traded. And now that's, that's, that's the value we've just assigned to the thing. And one of the, one of the, one of the only reasons that people will say, well, why is it worth that thing at all? It's because, oh, because it's got this unique token. That's the rare part of it. So it's kind of what happens in the art world anyway, where people like, you know, do one painting or a series of prints or something that the, the, the sec, yeah, the, the second somebody buys something for whatever amount, it's worth that amount now in the books. And that's essentially what kind of is what is what is happening. I've explained it in a kind of a roundabout way, but they're bullshit. They do not benefit artists at all. It's just people swapping. There's not enough coins going around. Crypto, so people are swapping tokens instead to try drive up the the value of of a scarce asset. Or What's the risk to an artist in minting a token, in minting a NFT? If I take one of my drawings and mint it, what risk or cost is there to me to just see if somebody wants to pay ten grand to this piece of shit? Um, it's pretty minimal. It, the, it, the the environmental cost is huge, right? And they, they keep talking about the different uh, like proof yeah, proof of stake kids, and, so and different things. <laughs> Uh, it has to do with how the token is generated. It's, mm. it, you know, it, it, it's kind of as now, and people will tell you there's different versions and they're more environmentally friendly and stuff. None of those have been proven yet. Uh, the cost to you will depend on where you go to mint your NFT. The, the cost there, I'm not actually sure. It, it could be, it could be maybe a hundred euro or something in terms right. of actual investment on the art. Create, creating, so you- creating, creating a wallet, and then actually creating a token and oh, uh, it's pretty it's pretty minimal but the thing is the only people who are actually buying and selling this stuff nobody's buying no people people are buying and i've seen people i've seen people complaining like these fucking pirates are going to people's websites and, and blogs and portfolios and just yoinking people's work off it and using them to to mint shit it's fucking atrocious and it's yeah, and, and no, nobody's buying. Nobody's buying the image. You're you're buying. It's the token. token. It's, it's that serial and number is is what you're buying at the end so of the day. Because, yeah, it'd be great if it did actually benefit artists. But the the truth is, if people really wanted to support artists, they could just buy signed editions of things because yeah, that's like, effectively what it is. Yeah, if people really want to support artists. I could be like, oh look, I'm going to do an NFT and blah, blah blah, and it's going to be like word whatever, and then last minute going like, actually, it's not an NFT. It's a piece of original art. So what's the difference? I told you it's worth 200. Take it, you know? But I did, I, to be honest, this is going back to early last year and I was uh, I was following a comic book artist on Instagram, um, an older gentleman, and he was going on about this big reveal, big reveal, big reveal, and I was quite in, uh, curious and enthusiastic to see what his big reveal was. And then he did this uh, Penis. big image. Uh, it wasn't. Okay. He did this big image of the Archangel Gabriel or Michael or something, you know, and kind of was going on to about like, I'm releasing my first NFT of this beautiful, and it was just kind of like, that was so disappointing. And then I, I didn't realize what NFTs were. I think I asked you this time, Brian. You told me more or less. And I was just like, ah. Then he was pushing this thing for ages. It's like, I'm not interested in this. Boring. I'm not interested in it. I think, yeah, I just don't think anything is worth that really. They're, they're not because again like i said you know if please you want, don't tell emer because she will make me do them <laughs> if you if she you want a house real bad if you want to buy or create your own you need a cryptocurrency 
to do it. So what then then is you've got a bunch of people going out buying coins who previously wouldn't have bought coins, which is you know going to drive up the value of those coins as well. And that's all it is. It, it's just a race. It's a gold rush. It, mm. It's and and the thing is, the more people that buy into it, the more it does not legitimate, but the more no, no, adds value to it. Yeah, yeah, and like it, 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 you know, it does then become a real thing. It does become a real sort of market or economy then. But and I can see the same thing happening as well with the metaverse. You know, they kind of want us to live there and buy our unique digital fucking clothes and stuff, mm. and we just need to not buy into it from the start. And but but at the same time, people are worrying. Then it's like if I don't get in the ground on this, I'm going to be you know lower class in the digital world in 10 or 20 years or whatever and i should have got same thing as like same thing as us all saying fuck i should have got in on on bitcoin 14 15 oh years no geez yeah. don't tell me that don't tell me that i'm not i can't do this no metaverse no thing. no and but that's what yeah, i'm but saying you gotta is, get into the metaverse the... you gotta be if you're there day one you get to talk to zuckerberg himself you, you could talk to zuck's avatar i messaged him ages ago and he never it's only legitimate if if we buy into it and we just need to not. Oh uh, yeah, but like, I don't think people are like because like Facebook have a little bit of a of a I would say poor reputation. Hence why they are doing this metaverse and rebranding and stuff. Um, and I think a certain demographic, and even then, a younger demographic won't be uh, uh, attractive. You see, to it, you know? like marketing and propaganda are so powerful though, because like once you know, oh, may, may, maybe we won't, but. I'm not saying I won't because I just don't know. It could become what, what, what I'm saying is, is there's going to be so much media over the next 10, 15, 20 years selling us on the idea of why we actually should kind of partake. And they kind of, they know they're not going to get us and people older, but Amazon commissioned a class in a high school or something, I think in, it was a vice article and it was just basically about like, how great Amazon is and you know how great I heard about that you know yeah. um mm. just that kind of structure and that 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 environment and they'll do the same thing you know they've, they've got the money to yeah. to change people's minds and but like this metaverse thing is basically encouraging people to stay inside more on a virtual reality headset and living their life through a it, 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 it's trying to it's trying to create a virtual economy that they will own or they'll be they yeah you know they, they'll obviously have competitors and stuff but yeah, they they there is there's a virtual economy that is is you know we're seeing now with with NFTs and stuff like that, and it, it's going to spread to you know actual fucking just like look, cosmetic items for your you know your your avatar. Oh God, uh, no, no, yeah. look, I'm not even. I can't even, guys. I get sick. But it is that that that's that's mic. that's what they want. Have you look. considered? Um, uh, hold on have you considered uh, making because actually you know what you're right i did see somebody advocating like if your kid's interested in x then get them into like blender and this and that and they can be making like hats and clothes and coats and things for like the metaverse shit on day one and be selling that stuff from the get-go so what you should be doing is you should be yeah, figuring yeah, tur out turn all your your relationships and children into little profit makers exactly kevin what you should be doing that was my advice to somebody today funny enough is, <laughs> is uh, uh, uh your backup uh, backup plan tattoos for avatars in game nope yeah um i know look you know can you what? imagine selling uh, a tattoo for 500 euro and not having to actually tattoo it onto a person just hand it to him and it just yeah. goes onto the skin can i imagine hayden you gotta cut 
You gotta cut. You gotta cut that. That is that is a fucking billion dollar idea. Yeah, don't put <laughs> that in there. You need to find someone to uh, develop it and make it a reality. Brian, you're just on the spectrum enough to do it. Um, <laughs> cut, cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the advantages of having a crypto bro on the podcast. Thank you very much, Brian, for this information. Um, it's it's good, um, it's good oh, no. to get the inside of an expert. So this meta stuff makes me sad. Uh, I would yeah. be quite content, uh, I think, when Emer and I uh, have our house, our dog, driving licenses in the metaverse. Just... No, in the metaverse. no, 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 in the metaverse. No, no. That's, not metaverse. A, that's not a thing that's... people have in Ireland in real life. They, they, this, this isn't there'll even less, a joke. Less they, people around. There is. They don't want people to own houses anymore. They want us to pay for everything for the rest of it. Everything is, you know, as okay, a service. Is... It's subscription. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being doom and gloom. I'm not joking. But property is. <laughs> the, the, the way you, it was like you were trying to soften that which went i'm not being gloom and doom but i'm not joking but i'm not joking i'm like if you it, you can see the connection between those two things clearly right they pe- people can't own stuff anymore they don't want people to own stuff and it's like why do you want to own something in real life where you can be a fucking you know you can be this Whatever you can't be in real life, you can be in the metaverse. Come to the metaverse. You can have all the luxury stuff in the metaverse. You can't have, you, you know, you're living in a fucking box, but in the metaverse, you've got a mansion. They don't want people to own stuff anymore. They want us to pay for everything as a service. Everything as a service. Homing as a service. Your life subscription service. That's everything. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not being crazy. That's way. That's the way things are heading. That's why there's so much inaction to change them. That's exactly where we're heading. But this is the future that they want. It's the model. It's the model for. It's it, it's 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 the it's the only model for profit. Profit profit maximizes, and once it maximizes, it's gone. You've got to find another means of squeezing it out of people. What better way, other than why pay for something once when people can pay for it for the rest of their lives? Speaking of paying for it for the rest of our lives. Uh... <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> the the Russian Navy is off on oh, <laughs> the no. west coast oh, no. of Ireland. Uh, there, for some reason, a, a, a Ukrainian border conflict found its way to the west coast of Ireland. It's international waters. It's not. It's, not. it's our economic fucking seas. Um, is there any way to avoid, obviously... Russian invasion? I don't know. I guess um, I have to drink vodka now and... Like that's a stereotype. And lose to Putin at judo. Do you ever see those demos where he's doing judo and you're no, like, I think you'd lose anyway. He's. I think I'd lose anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have. I have. <laughs> I'd, I have. I'd, I'd, oh no! But what it means he, you don't have to pretend he's. Yeah. No, I would. A, I, I never said pretend. Player. I said I would lose. <laughs> uh, I would pretend. But do you? Do you think anybody really tries to win? That's a tough one. Yeah. There's maybe, some maybe KGB you know, dude that's like, and Putin respects him. Maybe, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe being respected is what keeps you alive. Why are they interested in South America, though? I didn't I miss that bit. Because they were talking because, about deploying troops to South America. Because they're allies, kind of. Is that... Um, yes. Oh, which which of the states is it? God, the one episode I do an intro to. And it's a sad episode, <laughs> yeah. I also know that they were looking at sending troops we to were right, Kazakhstan it was the best. because they were having some civil unrest there to do with fuel prices. So in the last sort of like month, Russia's talked about going to South America, 
Kazakhstan, Ukraine, and now they're just off of fucking Claire. Cork. I think it's further Cork. west. Is it Cork? West Cork, yeah. Okay. Yes, I understand it. I, I, sorry. Um, just about the meta stuff, like, kind of... Do, do I have to? No. Yeah. Is this going to be like a, a fucking... Jesus Christ. Actually, I like this dynamic. This makes my life interesting. Um... Do I, is this going to be a situation where like when I'm older, I, like, I still be able to get on with my life, but I'm just like, hmm, I should have done that. Uh, Bitcoin in 2011. No. Yeah. Because I can live with that. Brian, no, I can't live with it. Or it won't, it won't be relevant to me if I don't put importance on it. Basically, can I still ha- live pretty much the same life I live now? It, it, do I, it's, do I, it's do I need game. it for my business? It, it, it's their game. And the only way to win it is to become a player in it. And you got to take part in it. But then you got to, ruthlessly claw your way to a position where you've got some influence. You could just refuse to play. Why did the audio get so much clearer as he monologued his plan? (laughs) (laughs) Slow work. It was kind of inspiring. (laughs) I watched that movie with James McAvoy where he kind of improvs the whole thing. The Where Is My Son thing? Yes, My Son I think it's called, yeah. And how was that? Like... Kind of Did he own any like, Bitcoin, that... and how does he feel about Russia? I can't speak for James. Go on. How is it, my son? I don't. I don't know. Is him. that? He's is that real? I didn't connect that dot. I remember him talking about this project or this movie that they were going to improvise. That he would have to yeah, react so like, to a, a sort of. Yeah. So you want me to fucking tell you about it? Yes, please. Yeah. Fuck's sake. So. I'm great. I've lost my train of thought. Choo choo. <laughs> um, so like, 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 yeah. So basically, I put it on, and uh, I was like watching it for a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this is that movie where I think, like, everybody else had a script or something, and then he didn't, so we had to improv the whole thing." But like, I kind of wish I didn't know it because then I was just thinking, like, how was he improving all of this? Because it's just it's just playing out like a movie. Yes, and my son is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, it's just it's just playing out like a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's not like a. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel anything different about it, you know? Well, I think it's just an exercise in illustrating how good a performer McAvoy like is, movie. you know? Like, if it just felt yeah. like a movie, and do you feel it's like true, you were yes. getting very naturalistic human responses out of McAvoy throughout the movie? You know, like, when you think you about see, rehearsing... I think, see, I think I think I would have, I think I could have if I didn't know that. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like I, I could have thought like I'm looking that. forward to the Willer Nets show with the yes. same premise. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be funny. Murder Town? What's that called? I can't remember. So the, pre- the premise of that is it's so yeah, as you say, Will Arnett on Netflix and the premises. I think the guest his partner so he's a cop solving a murder and his partner each episode Every will week. be a new yeah. celebrity guest. And they don't know what the script is. Right. So they've got to improv. Yeah. Yes, it looks very, you know, uh, someone said it was a BBC show that did the same thing or something. That sounds familiar, actually, yeah. Or somebody said that there was some, some there was a TV show that did it already. But I was going to say... Um, Everything American started in Europe. Like, historically? America, well, United States. Apologies. Yes. Yeah. How, how um, US centric of me. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a criticism. Just mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I, I I understand that the uh, the people of 
Central, Southern and Northern America are pretty uh, irritated by people referring to the United States as the generalized Americas. Do you think key lime pie started out started outside of America? Yes. I don't think it did. It's very American. Where do you think they invented pies? America. Hmm. Do you mean pie specifically or key lime? Key lime pie. Egg uh, What was that word? They, Key lime. No, the one, pie? the one after it. Again. No. Ed Gein. Oh my oh, god! Yes. It was actually a word. I thought it was just a sort of brain fart noise to the next topic. Go, Ed. Kevin it's is Ed Gein. It's Ed Gein. Okay. Of, is it? I always thought of, it was Gain. Is it Gein? I've, I've gone with Gain. People, have, I've had. I've never actually Gein. heard it said out loud. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Gein. Yeah. That was a correction. I was just. I'd say going off, going off of the history of the Gein. podcast. I'm probably right. It's fair. Um, Stein, Gein, Ed Gein, Gein, Gein. Anyways, Ramstein, uh, Ein, Ein, the number, Ein, Gein, Ein, the Stein. Eric Powell did a very good book uh, last year, and I got it one signed by him. Um, but uh, and uh, God, I can't think of the About famous crime Ed author. Gein. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what Ed did or something? It's called. It's very good. Okay. Um. Anyways, Ed Gein mm. uh, was partial. Partial to a slice he was, of apple pie. He, he was dead keen. A on apple pie. Ed Gein dead keen. On apple pie. Okay. A did slice did of you apple say slas? He did. You, okay. I said a slas. You said a slas of apple pie. Yeah, he, I was doing an accent. Okay. You don't have an ear for accents, Aiden, so you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what an accent sounds Kevin, like. Kevin, as far as I'm concerned, you're always doing an accent. <laughs> That's awful. Um... But outside of the big smoke, they are inside the big smoke. They probably think that, to be fair. Anyways. If you can talk normal, why don't you? Irish people have Irish accents. Just. It's something that Dublin people don't realize is Irish people have Irish accents. It's. Yeah. They don't realize that. What, you mean you don't have some flattened, neutral, weird, Americanized West Brit bollocks coming out of your face the entire time? The Dublin person said that, not me. Just for the record, I'm not even going to agree. I would, with that. I would never say something so inflammatory. I, I'm I'm aware of my fucking unappealing <laughs> voice. Oh, you have a lovely voice. That's why I thought you'd have good ear for accents. You have a lovely voice. Awful accents, though. Jeez, like just never do them again, please. Just just. What's your best accent? Awful accents. Oh God, no! I I no, not good accents at all. I love them. Um, I really do love like when I like when I'm watching TV and I'm like I, I don't even know what to say. Like I watch a lot of those panel shows and when we've got like a Scottish, a Northern, a West British guy, like a, a London guy, I, I do like I fucking love accents. I think they're amazing. The variety of pronunciation. I really do enjoy it. I just can't fucking do it at all. I'm not musical, I can't sing, can't play an instrument. <laughs> You played the harmonica. I've heard you played the harmonica. I've, 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 you can blow skills. into a harmonica. That's not the same as playing a harmonica. I'm not good. I have no. Uh, I have no ear. melody. Huh? I tried to play the harmonica, but can't. Um. Anyways, I was saying, Ed Gein, mm. uh, loved, and it's apparently it's uh, it's an American thing, but uh, he was the first person I heard do it who who done it, and I have been intrigued to do it, not because he did it, because it sounds interesting. Oh, what did um, Ed Gein do that you want to do? Please don't. Cannibalism. <laughs> no, he would have a slice of <laughs> apple pie, 
Um, I don't think I did. Did he eat people? I, or did um, he just sew them up? Did he make the, the skin suit? Which, he made nipple belts. Uh, which is the belts. one that was trying to make a zombie he, lover? That was... Uh, that was... Palmer. Uh, Dahmer. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. She was Dahmer. trying to lobotomize yeah. somebody into being a... Why, why are we Dahmer, here? Go on. What is it you want to do Dahmer. that Ed Gein does? Do you know the rest of that the, story? I'm sorry. This is, you fin- you finished that. No, hang on. Oh, hang on. I just want to say, this is this is the light part of the, of the episode. NFTs was sadder. The metaverse is sadder than this. Um, Russia on the Ukrainian border. I just uh, let me let me finish. I hope I hope everybody remembers that. Let me. F- the metaverse is sadder than this. <laughs> I. What, Brian? I said I hope that's people's takeaway that the metaverse is sadder than Syria. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Like, I, know, you know, people, I, I hope people, I hope that's you know oh, the public's takeaway. Understand, yeah, because yeah. like yeah, because people love true crime. Anyways, let me finish this before then we can get the whole Dahmer thing. Um, he loved the slice of apple pie with a slice of cheddar, American cheddar cheese on it, and it'd be a, it'd be like a, a big melted. Of, that's the thing I no, have seen. No, well, no. I've seen the like like the slice of yellow shit on top of a slice of apple pie. You know, like the that craft. shit you're referring to is cheese. It's not really. It's American plastic that they call yeah. cheese. That is the yeah. American cheese. I like it. Mm. I'm easy. Single. You're easy. Ayo. Single. No, the slices. Easy single slices. I love them. I used to love them when I was when I wasn't not when I was eating dairy. Um, Dahmer. He has himself wrapped in a giant from? easy single slice right now. Oh, that'd be great. Um, one of the. St- Dahmer's stories is is it the boy escaping yeah does that, well, that's really tragic should I not go into the full details I am I mean do I guess it's I guess this is the like we did a Halloween series trigger warning trigger, 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 warning. trigger warning this this is this is brutal yeah trigger warning this is horrific but it he really was happened. he was so drilling poor, a hole into a guy's head and he was pouring bleach mm-hmm. into the hole to try mm-hmm. to turn him into a zombie mm-hmm and the guy escaped and and when he says guy he's talking about a young I young maybe 13 14 year old yeah yeah hispanic child i think oh uh, no i think they were i think but they asian? were asian i think either okay, maybe it could be cambodian asian. Or, i no, this is part of mixing up maybe i think it was the only white guy in the fucking apartment there, building there was, was strange t- enough there was two women at the time there was two women that i think they might have been Cambodian or a Laos or maybe the victim was too I can't remember but they apologies now we don't want to offend anybody with this stuff we just yeah it's, it's, they they found him and the, the cops showed up and they were trying to tell the cops no 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 because Dahmer Dahmer was saying oh no this is my I can't remember if he said son or somebody but he said they have special he needs said, he said boyfriend and he said boyfriend, the cops were just like I'm needs, not yeah. touching that with a 10 foot yeah. pole they were just like nah and yeah the cops handed him back into they basically handed him back over to Dahmer even though there was two after women, he escaped yeah after he escaped there was two women there in the apartment block saying no 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 this isn't good and the cops ignore the women and yeah and yeah they are basically just like we're not getting involved in this in this uh, obviously they're extremely homophobic they, they would rather just like not get involved in it because Dahmer's like this is my boyfriend and it's like okay I'm not getting involved yeah horrendous horrendous horror movie shit yeah, but I was just going to say that there's a really good movie called My Friend Dahmer and the guy from his... Uh, Is it a bit uh, Jojo Rabbit? No. Okay. Was... No, it's not. It's not like that. Do you know, um, what's that one we watched, Hereditary? 
You know the the Sun and Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I watched Pig with Nicolas Cage and he was in it. Um, the Sun and Hereditary. He is in a movie called uh, called My Friend Dahmer, and it's very very good. And it's basically everything that happens up until the point of Dahmer's first murder, and it's very 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 good for a true crime movie and stuff. And I recommend people to watch it. It's really really interesting. But Dahmer was a special type of fucking monster. Aiden, for the love of God, say something. Well, I'm responsible for this, am I? <laughs> yeah, it's on you now. Uh, Every time. I just saw online that a bar I quite liked has uh, decided that they're going to reopen post-COVID, which is oh. good. What? Where did you think that was going? I thought you, me- I thought you meant a chocolate bar. No. Because mm. have, have you... Golden Crisps. Do they still sell them? I found one a week or two ago, and before that, I haven't found one anywhere. I don't need dairy, so but but I used to love an old Golden Crisp. I love Golden Crisp. Big big bar you for heard two that euro. Though Brian, yeah, he doesn't need dairy. Gold Goldman, Goldman Crisp. <laughs> golden Crisp. <laughs> I mean, I think we recorded it. Is it Golden Goldman Crisp? Aiden, get your ears. Golden. Aiden, Brian, you're talking about the purple and yellow Cadbury yes. bar, mm-hmm. golden crisp, mm-hmm. because it has bits of honeycomb, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I love honeycomb. Anyway, there's it, a lovely honeycomb vegan bar that I like. Ohana, but, it, but it's and it's, it's on Harcourt Street, and it's a like a tiki it's different bar thing, to a crunchy, a better than a crunchy. Rums, and they were open for like six weeks, and then the pandemic closed them. And now, sort of two years later, they're opening up again. So I intend nobody to go cares around. about your bar. We're talking and about chocolate. What are they called? A lot of rum, Ohana, on Arcourt Street. Is it a tiki bar? It is, and they serve a shit ton of different types of rums and rum cocktails. Ireland, Ireland is really like five years behind England, isn't it? Yeah, we were doing tiki bars in Manchester five years ago, <laughs> seven years ago. Five? Ah, no, it wasn't seven years ago. No, you, you um, Brian, uh, Kevin's not counting the pandemic years. I think it might have been 20, it was 2016 of the most recent. I think it was maybe, it, it couldn't have been later than 2016. Well, if Tiki is out, where, are we, where, no, where right, is Brian, the bar yeah, was, scene moving? Right. I know, go to Manchester and find out. Yeah, find out. Okay, trip, trip to Manchester. Or just, just, just go to New York first, because everywhere just copying New York probably. Yeah. Anyways, I like we went to one tiki bar in Manchester, and then the next night we went to a different tiki bar, and I thought it was the same place. And yeah. alcohol wasn't a factor in that. No, they were just. Was it a franchise of tiki, tiki bars. bars, or was? No. No. Just no. They're just so alike, weren't they, Brian? Yeah. Extremely alike. Yeah. The smell of scorched passion fruit. <laughs> wafting through mm-hmm. <laughs> little blowtorch little rum cocktail and uh, it was fun oh, I'll, the- check, yeah, it was nice. I'll check it out with you at some stage Jenny. thank you also a friend of mine uh, uh, come to Cork and check stuff out at some stage oh I'd love to I would yeah. love to Do. I haven't seen your folks in a while so it'd be good to get down and see everybody and Marla um, my friend opened up a bar and have a bar so uh, we'll check it out sometime what's so. that bar cool uh, DL like he on, is a barman like there. on the DL? Uh, yes, I think so. It's in, it's in, a, it's in Tampa Bar, Crow Street. Okay. Connor, if you're listening, I'll check it out sometime, pal. Check it out. 
Kub. It's I haven't been there, but uh, I've seen food from it. And it looks pretty good. Uh, is it a big spot or what is no, it? No, it looks small. Crow Street's cool. pretty. Well, here look. Nice. Yeah, like I can't. I'm not going to say anything because I don't know. I haven't been down there yet. But uh, they just opened up. Kind of. It's been. A, it's been a while, obviously, because of pandemic. But they just opened it up. Uh, uh, go down there. Tell them. Tell them Kevin sent you. Is it in the spot where there was a bar previously? Uh, it's on the corner of. I'm not too sure actually. I think it used to be there used to be an Indian uh, restaurant that you could get lit bottles of wine after hours or something like that, and it's there. But I don't know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sounds well, cool. This this. Golden Crisp. So, do does anybody know? Uh, if anybody will discontinue the please, Golden Crisp. Please DM me if you've got Cadbury's. If you're listening, somebody. Tell me where the golden crisps are. What happened to them? Are they still available? Do they still sell the big, the big bars of golden crisp? I miss them. At Mr. Scruff. Oh, at Mighty Scruff. Uh, the Mighty Scruff, yeah. The Mighty Scruff on Instagram. His DMs are always open and slideable. For chocolate and confection related. Inquiries. Indeed. Correspondences. If you've got info on treats, he wants to hear about it. If you've got info on treats, he wants the deets. <laughs> See that's uh, improv, Aiden. That's improv. Yeah. He, he yes ended what you just said, and he, he yeah. just he made a rhyme, made it better. Yeah, it's a natural talent. <laughs> Raw. You can't natural. teach it. You can't workshop this. Can't, you just no, you, you just gotta have it. Yeah. It's an ace, you no. know. Yeah. It's a looseness that you just need. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like with the time when I went to the show with you. It's a loose. And I owned it. Loose grasp of. Yeah, we've talked about that. reality. <laughs> Um, yeah DL Ohana all places to go check out their new businesses they need your support and love check them out brick and mortar businesses don't be going on the metaverse for a fucking cocktail this week the endless stream of cryptocurrencies geopolitical problems candies and get drunk spots Um, no get 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 merry we do not encourage excessive drinking yeah being drunk sucks yeah being drunk sucks Get a nice buzz and then stop and stay there. Yes. Yes. If I only stay in the buzz. Practice what I preached. Softly vibrating. I'm over. I'm over it, you know. But Brian is known for his softly vibrating. Those DMs are open now. Softly vibrating. Mm. I'm always doing that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. We had, we had a little, little bit of resonance there. It was nice. I can feel that. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It we're just vi- like we're we're literally vibing, guys. Yeah, we're vibing so hard. Yeah. People often ask, "Oh, what's the podcast about?" I tell them, "Well, we just talk about nerd stuff and things." Just vibing, yeah, but it's better that we talk about nerd For stuff. Real and hard. Don't just chat. This is us chatting. Mm, and Aiden's nice. Aiden's literally grimacing at this. He also has to edit all of this. All right, three, two, one. You ready? Ready? Yeah, all of us. Beautiful. I love it. We should just copy-paste that, extend it into a 10-hour loop, and put that on YouTube for white noise for people to sleep to. Yeah, lo-fi. Into it as a fungible token. I would listen to it. Fungible specifically. I need that shit to funge. Funge only. I'm a Boost Garana. I missed that bear. What? Boost Garana. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, that bar. I, I thought you meant a pub. I know. I thought you <laughs> no. said Bruce Garana, and I'm like, is that a football player? That's what I, I don't, don't know who that is. <laughs> well, I, I would never reference a football player. John Fashanu. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he said Bruce Gurner. It's like, oh, it must be a, a bar somewhere. No, Boost Garana. It was a. It was a Boost bar. Yeah. With, Boost with Garana. Garana. Garana was yeah. the superfood uh, of its day. Oh, it was beautiful. Great bar. Mm. They do still sell Boosts, though. Yeah, They're but nice. it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. If I ha- if you had to pick, if you had to pick one bar, Brian obviously gold golden crisp. But uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't know. If you had to, if you had to pick one now. bar that like you'd always just you'd always have one in your fridge, like no matter what, you'd always have one in your fridge. Doesn't have to be your favorite, but just like put a put a put a steady a steady competitor or a steady. Why are you got bars know. in fridges? Yeah, chocolate melts, dummy. Not it's not round long enough for it to melt for me. I love oh, no, a cold no, no. bar in a fridge. Nah, man, I love a cold bar in a fridge and a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Um, I don't know. I do love a honeycomb, but you know what I'm going to say? Favorite, one of my favorite bars of all time. I'm probably going to change it instantly when I say it, but I love dime bars. They're good. I'm a fan of the bag, the Ikea bag. <laughs> I've never had that. I would like what? to. I've seen, them. I've seen them, man. Look, I can't be eating that stuff. What's a yeah, the IKEA I'm, bag? They're a big old bag of dime bars. Big old bag of little, little ah, mini dime. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Are they actually yeah, dime bars or are they little brand dime bars? No, they're they're. I'm they're, pretty sure they're dime they're, bars, aren't they? Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, yeah. I made yeah. a pig myself once with them yeah. uh, at a friend's house. I ate most of theirs. Um, I felt so ashamed, but they're just so good. Yeah, they're too I easy to eat because they're so small. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be my pick. Yeah, no, Brian, we're different people. Yeah. Although you're going to immediately copy my answer. So what was your, well, what was, what was your pick be? Because I do like a honeycomb. You used to be a big toffee crisp guy. Yeah, I was. No, he loves Galaxy as well, though. Galaxy, Galaxy Caramel. Oh, the minstrels as well, though. Different the old. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I'm still yeah. all about minstrels. Um, I used to buy, if I had them with Brian and I wanted to treat them, I'd get him a little packet of those Galaxy uh, things. And. Uh, the Walker's sensational, the spicy Thai sweet chili, yes, chocolate spice combo. Mm. Yes, please. Yep. I used to, I used to, I used to bring that over to the other time, Ryan. You did, I remember. Yeah. Good combo. Neighbors. Yeah, well, for you, I ate my disgusting really, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> yeah, cho- chocolate spice. Anybody fan of chocolate dude. spice? No, I like sweet. It's all good caramel, but um, yeah, fridge bar, Brian. Fridge bar. Aiden? We see the thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very self-indulgent. So why have one bar? I would have, yeah. Who? I mean, look, realistically, it would be a box of after eights, a Mars bar, with some minstrels and Maltesers, and you know, Galaxy Caramel. Like and obviously, Golden Crisp. Well, in that case, then it you would be what? an entire mint Viennetta. Right. <laughs> no, no, chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. <laughs> I, I would argue that it's an ice cream bar with chocolate on it. I mean, everything's a bar if you're brave enough. Yeah, sure. I would, I would favor the Lion Bar or the Twix. Lion Bar generally. Right. Twix, Twix, Aiden. God, you're fucking so vanilla. It's two bars. Oh, you're then get Kinder Bueno. Ugh. Nah, Kinder, Kinders are great. No, man. that's just air and wafer. I appreciate the hazelnutiness of it, and I'd have it if it was going, but I don't. I, I don't think there's enough to a, a Kinder Bueno. Twix. I, I don't think anybody has ever 
ever said that the favorite chocolate bar was Twix? You. I know, Aiden. Come on, you you have a personality, pal. <laughs> Fuck you. A Twix Give is a good chocolate else. bar. What did you say? It's a biscuit. A dime bar. Come on, a, let's get real. Sorry. A Twix is a biscuit. A Twix ah, is a biscuit. <gasps> Yeah. It's a biscuit with notions. It's a biscuit base with yeah. caramel and chocolate. It's, and, and it's a it's a biscuit with notions. It's not enough. Yeah, there's not enough caramel in it to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Bryce said, Mars Bar and I was well, taken aback. I said Lion I, Bar there as well, right? Like yeah, I, Lion Bar, Lion yeah, bar was my number one. Twix my number two, right? I'm just amazed. What like about the, well, Lion Bar's uh, advertising back in the day was very effective when you used to kind of like crack it open and yeah, and it looked like a it looked like a mouth. Yeah, it was very clever. That's that's emblazoned into my brain. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Also, I remember for some reason the lads are wrong. You're not home. You're man. Wasn't that like a Suders ad though? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, right. As in the nineties, <laughs> some stuff I remember. She drink milk and a show. That, She's got they, great muscles. They spent a lot of money to have that song on an ad for a lozenge. When you think about it, that's kind of crazy. Songs aren't cheap like to license like that as well as when you think i about mean it. if we're if we're delving into the sort of and, and marketing who, thing who, who who in the office was like you know when that the, the meeting for we need a song for this ad yeah. for this lozenge listen to that weird stalker song <laughs> do you think he'll be up for it oh yeah i heard he's hired up for cash okay let's yeah, yeah. weird lots of room it's a good song you're home you're but creepy man. who sings Creep. it robert I want to say Palmer, but I... I uh, that I sounds right. I feel that's wrong. It's, it's Palmer's Mark, right, I, I think. I said Palmer's Is it Robert Palmer? Uh, no, Robert Palmer so. is the guy from Fight Club, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's Paul. Speaking Tim. of Fight Club, Robert Paul. Meatloaf. Yeah, what is your favourite type of loaf? If you had a loaf in the fridge, what loaf would it be? Bread. It Generally me, it's a, it's a white palm. Meatloaf was Robert Paul. It's a white palm. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that, did you see the image doing the rounds of China's alteration to the end of Fight Club. China was the wrestler, right? She was on Third Rock from the Sun? No, China, the the state. I'm not... What did they... What? Going there. They altered the end of Fight Club, and I yeah, presume recently. they did it... I imagine they did it a long time ago, but the, okay. it's, we it's doing the rounds now. What yeah. did they... But the bad guys won or something, isn't it? Well, no, that's like... Going. In the film, they, they blow up all the financial institutions. Yes, yeah. uh, but in, in the edited ending that the Chinese the buildings don't fall down, do they? Yeah, basically, yeah, it just stops and a little title card comes up and says, "Because of the clues Tyler left behind, the police caught him before he enacted his plan, and he was arrested, and he was put in a mental asylum, and he was discharged in 2012." And like that's that, that's the end of the movie. Jesus. Ah, uh, look, we're we're very blessed to live where we live. To be fair, you know. Do you think China's going to work with Russia in this sort of global takeover that's happening? Yeah. <clears throat> Brian, let's get it one to ten. How concerned are you about all this stuff? Not at all. Okay, okay. That's, well, you did tell me not to worry about COVID. And I was right. You were right, actually. I, did I was right. Some of the best, yeah. It was the best, some of the best time of my life, actually. Yeah, people were, pre- people were predicting Walking Dead. I mean, it was awful. I'm not saying it was good. It sucked. Yes, we, it was, we've it was had a miserable time. Yeah. But it's I made, nothing, the, I made the most of it personally. It's nothing it like it could have been or like people But, but to be it fair, been, the, the worst case scenario was dependent on us not taking the actions we took. We took those actions, so we avoided absolutely, them. But, but, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is right before it all kicked off, hmm. people 
were on the brink of losing their minds. People really thought it was going to be Walking Dead scenes from Chernobyl type stuff. And it's like, no, it, it, when you're living in the midst of it, it's rarely it's rarely the horrifying kind of thing. But because people took the actions that they took. But I wasn't saying don't take it seriously, but I was saying you can't worry don't, about don't, it. There's, only, there's, about there's it, yeah. only so much you can take action for yourself and influence we'll, other people to do stuff but like this could all kick off and it could properly be world war three but i mean when you think about it when when the u.s retaliated for you know in afghanistan like that was fucking tense that was always on the brink of being so much worse but because because diplomacy still exists like there, there's horrors happening in fucking yemen that we know nothing about could it become that yeah it's always on the brink of becoming that like states can collapse like that but you can't worry about it i'm not even saying not to worry about it in the sense that it's out of your control i'm just saying Brian, right right Brian, now there's no Brian, need to Brian, yes yes Kevin, I'm, yes i'm a really i'm a soft guy i'm not very i'm telling you not to worry about it not don't worry I'm not about very it. physical i'm not very physical i i fucking gulag will get the physical out of you i don't want do i have to will i have to will i be forced to enlist i'm too I'm too soft. No, no one. In, we're not going to be. Yeah, we're not going to be forced to enlist. We're not. We're old. Okay. You know, we're, we're like. If you think of, um, I'm not. I'm not if old, if you like, think I'm of, old. I'm 33. If, I'm the youngest. 33, me whole. You keep forgetting two years. I <laughs> am 33. Excuse Tell your face. I, I I questioned that for a second. I am 33. I'm not going to give my date of birth because people could rob my um, identity. Identity. Yes. But thanks, thanks, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for getting, <laughs> thanks for getting there for me, Brian. Um, oh, dependable. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to be 34 in a couple of weeks. We should go to Cork for your birthday. Yes. Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think Emmett's going to be here, so that could be possible. Nice. I mean, she's welcome yeah, to come we, too. Just want to be clear. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, uh, she knows that. She loves it that when we went down there last time. Uh, we could, you could drive in. We could drive down there. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> oh. Road trip. Yes. Well, for us, Brian. Unless you want to come up and then come down with us. I won't, no. But you got to get up to get down. Brian, that's reasonable. You do. (laughs) That's my motto. DMs are open. (laughs) (laughs) This will be the episode that goes viral, won't it? God, I hope so. Then people will be disappointed next time. We can't can't deliver this every time. get cancelled. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That just gave me anxiety straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only me. You've... I'm the only one I'm the only one being, you know, emphatic and and outspoken about stuff. Yep. You're you're very clearly yeah. a very soft, gentle boy. Don't mm. worry about it. Yes, I am, I am, I am. I yeah. am. Yeah, you're a gentle do, boy. Do you feel ways about Israel that you don't want to talk about on the podcast? Don't oh, geez, even go don't there. Don't do that. Why would you say that? Huh? Grinding things to a halt as usual. TMs are open. Me, me and Kev, me and Kev were were, were vibing there, and <laughs> yeah, terrible, yeah. Yeah. terrible. Yeah. yeah, Um, I have decided because uh, Moon Knight is coming out on the thirtieth of March. So I'm going to kind of read some of the more contemporary stuff. Obviously, I'm reading the current run and things. Um, but I started reading the Deknashavi run last night again, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. 
And Declan actually has just announced his own book. I think it's called Old Dog. And it's really written and drawn by him and possibly coloured by him. And I think then just there's a letter doing something else. But yeah, he has a new project coming out, I think, later this year. Uh, I believe the first issue is going to be printed in Image, Image Comics 30th year anniversary book. And they're just going to appear in a lot of different comics in the one book, anything like. And the first issue of Declan's book will be in that also. Amazing. Uh, old Dog. Yep. Go on his website, I think. He has a new website. Check it out. DeclanShabby.com. I don't know why I'm doing a plug. Uh, why not? Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely DeclanShabby.com. Really nice chap. Really, really good artist. Really talented artist. Check it out. And also check out his Moonlight Run. I think that's... I think that's... If you wanted to do... If you wanted to kind of... Uh, why are you shaking your head? I just it's just an odd chain of events this whole episode. Go on, if you wanted to watch. Don't worry about it. Embrace the chaos. Okay. Isn't that what we learned from Moon Knight, the trailer? Go on. You've got chaos in you. Embrace the chaos. You've got um, chaos in you. Embrace it. Um What Where would you start? I would start with this. Doing accent. That I was Leitrim. You've never even Oh, you probably have been the Leitrim. Um uh, yeah, I would say the, I would probably actually. No, I would start with the Finch run, then Savvy's, then the Mirrors, and you know, there's a few bits and pieces in between. I went back and read that. We've talked about Moon Knight a lot over the last couple of weeks or, or a few weeks, and we have touched on much. Mm-hmm. I went back and read that Finch run. I didn't read it at the time, and I went and read it because you're a fan and you recommended it, and I didn't like it at all. It's garbage. It's garbage. I man. really hated it. Yeah, no, this is this is Edgy Kev 2005, okay. 2006. Okay. When I, when I was listening to New Metal, it's so horrible. Oh, like, and like his art is so nasty looking. Yeah, yeah. I I think David Finch is possibly one of the nicest people. I watched him on YouTube, yeah. and he seems so nice, and he's so sweet, and he's so genuine. He's another gentle boy, but uh, he draws some gnarly uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, but he he said himself one of the grossest things he's ever drew was that issue of I think uh, the Ultimates where. Because you know at the end, the end of the Ultimates, they all just went and killed everybody off. But uh, I never like watched the, the third. Or I never watched. I never read the third volume of that. I just uh, read the two Miller volumes. I think, um, yeah. So basically, the Blob eats the Wasp head off, or eats the Wasp, and then Ant Man kind of or Hank Pym goes giant and like, crushes the Wasp. It's really weird stuff. But uh, I like look. I'm always gonna have a softness for that run because uh, it, it got me onto Moonlight all those years ago. Yeah. But I do, I do know it's like. <clears throat> It's, it's too edgy. Too edgy. See, I Moon know? Knight was definitely so. This goes back to my my earliest comic book days. Um, with I don't know what accent that was. Um, well, why what, did he do it? Why did know. he try to do a just, posh accent just, when he already has a posh accent? Just like right there for you know three words and then immediate regret written across his face, and then and now tears, now Aiden, sobbing. Aiden, he, stop sobbing. This, this podcast should be the easiest for you. You're the one who wants to be famous. Kev, we should probably just give him a moment and just talk amongst ourselves until he collects himself and the stops, stops sobbing. The Dunleary market that happened every Saturday and Sunday, which is now becoming oh, a fucking, fucking communal he's, he's living fucking space, four-story fucking overpriced, Boo. yuppie, horrible shite that I've... Pat Ferry was the guy who sold comics in there and he sold them from long boxes at a table and I went in on Sundays and you would buy four issues for a pound and I got a bunch of Moon Knights and I got a bunch of um, uh, Blue Beetles and Blue Devils 
I don't know if you ever read. Put the Blue put Devils. the Moon Knight in eBay. I'll buy it off you. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, um, I haven't heard of Blue Devil. Who's Blue Devil? Blue that Devil's really great. Um, Blue Devil's this like. I think it had like 30 issues in the 80s and he's like a stuntman that was wearing like a, a latex like little mech well, sorry, suit. What publisher was it? It's DC. Sorry dude, what publisher? DC. Um, okay, and he was wearing like a stunt suit for a movie that was like this blue devil monster character and it's all kind of animatronic-y and whatnot. And um, somewhere along the way, he, like, again, I was just got... I, that's the thing about buying bo- books in a, like a four, a four for a pound kind of bin was it like it was an issue one. I did not get the full origin of this character. Um, but he got like magically sealed into this suit, and it kind of became his. He just became the suit. So he's. Have this, you told oh, this before? I've... Am I having like maybe yeah. No, I like this exact it. story almost. Or... I mean, maybe to you in a pub. Not a criticism. Just I feel like I feel like you've told this exact story on the podcast before. I believe maybe he was in me. Amazon Swamp Thing. Go on again. Not a criticism of your story. Just no, Aiden. Aiden Brian Brian grinded you to a halt there. That was painful. I was really enjoying your nostalgic trip there. Okay. Well, anyway, I like the character, and I just saw somebody do some cool illustrations of it during the week, and it okay. it um. It was, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you're killing him. You always kill him. I did nothing. I did nothing. Check That's check the tape. Thing. Check the tape. Anyway, I, I like the blue devil. Like, Brian, you ruined him. He's he's that he looks like that because of you. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Disheveled and a mess. <laughs> Don't let a guy wrapped in an easy single talk to you like that, okay? Yeah. Who can barely talk. But uh <laughs> God, you must be pretty low on the ladder if I can make fun of you. But um, you're yeah, blue, blue devil. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! Can you come? Can you come through? Oh, it's going to die on us. Just fix that there. That's not a problem anymore. Um, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. He got trapped in a. I I just googled him there. It's it's not a very like. You should do your own version of blue devil. I'd love to see that. Why not? Um, no, you're right. Like I, I've, I mean, look, there are people that aren't mad on his design, and um, they've tried to like David Fincher him up in recent years. If you're googling him there, you'll probably see a lot of like new, like he's got that like. Um, what's David the word Fincher, for David huh? Fincher? David Fincher, huh? Fincher, Finch or Fincher? Ooh, Finch, Finch. The, the artist Finch. Finch. Like he's, you can see the '80s version of him is all goofy and big and colorful and shiny, and he's got a little pirate beard and all. Um, and then you can see the like very modern, lots of scales and creepy eyes, and everything's really sharp and chains hanging off him, and they, they just overdeviled him. Yeah, there's a few now that he just looks like uh, yeah. Savage Dragon. Yeah, there was there was a mid period where he was that, and then he, you're saying like he looks like that. Yeah. So yeah, less is more though, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why he's got his tits out in that one. Like, why go to the trouble of having that suit? Just to, well, I suppose that's the argument for many, many other characters, isn't it? Many female characters. Yeah. Uh, but like power, power, power girl, terrible design. Or genius. No, Brian. Very, very bad. Boob window. What? A boob window. That's that's inspired. But uh, he was he was actually in an episode of uh, Swamp Thing, Aiden. Oh, the TV show Swamp Thing? Yeah. Where are his genitals? Come on. 
You always say that. Mm. Um, that's the version I like anyway. They've tr- they've tried to like um, they've tried to sort of Corgi bring him around a bit. I like the silly era one. Yeah, well, do your own version of it. I'm just going to draw the silly era one. Yeah, that's 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 what I mean. Like that's, that's the one you like best. That's the one. Is that the one that you had originally? Was it? Yeah. This character is one of the gayest looking things I've seen in a while, and I mean that Dude, in that- the true sense of like. It looks gay. I can't it, believe it's it, not. It, it, a, I can't believe it's or... not. I can't believe it's not a queer icon. It's so gay. That's not a criticism. I'm just saying it's the this version that I'm looking at. What the Aiden sent us? No, just I'm just scrolling, and it's just a very. It's one of the gayest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Brian, 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 could you say that a few more times, just so I get it clear? It's, it's, to your it's one. Of, it's. I'm not comfortable with that. It's this isn't a slur. It's not a criticism. It's one of the campest gayest things I've ever seen. I think you can say camp, but I don't think anything looks gay. No, it can look no, gay. No, things gay. look gay. <laughs> things can look gay, and it looks super fucking gay. And again, that's not a gamer use of the word. You know, I'm not that person. Like it looks gay the same Confused? way. Like Lionel looks super gay. You know, don't tell me Lionel doesn't look gay. For some reason, it spoke to me. I would say He Man would look camper than Lionel. Um, he Man doesn't look camp, but he definitely looks gay. You see, you see the thing is, Lionel is wearing slightly more clothes, which is a bit gayer because he's then making the choice to expose more, you know? Holy fuck, there's an issue of a four euro on adverts.ie. So, so, somebody, somebody just wearing their underwear isn't inherently gay, but somebody wearing like, you know, a one piece kind of thing when they're exposing their chest and stuff, that's a bit gayer. Look, look, come on. He's got a collar and a big wide open chest vest thing and tiny shorts and and little ankle boots. Super gay. I love it. There, 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 actually, there. That, that cleans it all up. It's one of the gayest things I've ever seen. I love it. Okay? No slur. Super gay. <laughs> He's got one earring. Come on. I'm about to go on a run and, like, buy all 30 issues of this fucking thing. I bought all 50 issues of Darkhawk, so, you know, no, we, we can all make bad choices. I think it's the legs. There's a lot of thigh. And, yeah. He looks really friendly, though. That's what I liked about him. He looks like a friendly, blue, gay man. He has big eyebrows like me. Look at him ride that fork. Because it was his means of transportation. It has a jet engine on the back end of it. You know know what's kind of funny? The the dynamic new superhero, Blue Devil. It's like... They had to have known that that wasn't kind of like they they they've had like success with comic books in the past. Why did they make like, like the concepts cool and I like a lot of the stuff in the design and things like that. Like, but I just don't see like like where's the connection? Like, you know, who's gonna relate to a guy who's who's like? Well, they had red devils. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, if you're going to attribute a color, his to costume a... update is a tight black T-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, it's better. It's more realistic to me. I can relate to that. I have tight pack t-shirts. 
He's wearing like a muscle top. He looks like he's in a pride parade. Yeah, I probably wore similar clothes in pride parades before. Yeah. Pride Good. parades before. That was a very high sentence for me to say. Do you, do you think I could paint myself suit? blue at Halloween? Yeah. Can I get a blue yeah, devil costume? in pretty good shape. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Take a minute that. and blue myself. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. That's a, that's a reference to, um, a, to a, a, a popular TV show. I was getting there. From 2007. I was getting there. Best episode ever. Just, just I, don't think anything, I don't think something can look gay anyways. So I've been watching Peacemaker. I mean, look, I, I, and, and the I'm other really thing. enjoying oh, yeah. it. Like, all superheroes look. But I don't have an issue with how superheroes look gay or not. Neither I do I. They all look great. Neither do I. Aiden, you're watching Peacemaker. I watched the first episode. I really enjoyed it. And I like the dance. The dance is good. I think the dance, much has been made of it, and I would rather they make less of it. You know, like, it, it it's fine. It's a cool opening, but I've seen a lot of people going, it's amazing. And it's like, it's fine. Like, he's kind of muscle-bound and doing the best he can. There's elderly people in the fucking choreography as well. Like, this is the best choreography they could get out of a disparate bunch of people. And it's a fun idea, but, like, it's not astounding. But I I think it's odd that... um, I think it's odd that they made him such a dickhead in the Suicide Squad movie, only to kind of, like... Like, he is... Much more like it's almost like James Gunn is just really inconsistent and doesn't write good characters and isn't really, you know, all that. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. I I'm yeah. I'm enjoying this yeah, because it's very it. straight line. I haven't uh, watched it yet. I, and, uh, like I, I I I think I might like it, but I don't like Gunn. Yeah. At all. I understand. But it's like, Suicide Squad had these three narratives happening and kind of trying to get them to converge between Team A, Team B, and Harley. Um, it was just too many stories going on. This, this gets I don't think that was clean. its biggest problem, to be honest. Uh, but but I, do, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, that, that's why I think I'm enjoying this better is because it's, it's, it's a bit cleaner around um, the thing that we're watching. Um I don't know. I like. I think Cena how has do you good think, comic timing, how, and I like what he's doing. He does. Um, how do you think it's going to impact the rest of DC stuff going forward? Do you think it's going to build anything the way Marvel Disney stuff builds or sows the seeds for stuff? Or I'm not getting that out of this. You know, like I, I don't ever get the sense that DC has a plan. They just make movies based on whichever one made money last. But what I'm saying is, at the same time, they've always tried to copy what Marvel did, but they tried to rush it. And could this be the first, maybe, like they they, they kind of poached him from Marvel, you know? He's still, he, he's executive producer credit on a lot of anything that has to do with the spacey Marvel stuff. He gets a producer credit. So could this be maybe the first, that they're in, they're in need of a, a Feige type figure to shepherd and unify stuff and could this be the first step in that direction or do you not get that impression from it at all i don't get that impression from it. from from what little i've seen that's the impression i got you but got that I've from the show clips. that's just from clips i've seen yeah so what like i talking feel like about i feel Batman like and talking about other things yeah, that happen like, in the universe just just from little clips i've seen i got the impression that they're trying to build 
something out of it, it it's the the film was pretty well received critically mm-hmm. and it's the best received film that connects to the broader DC universe so like Joker's in its own universe mm-hmm. um whereas this makes references to a lot of other DC stuff and I wonder is it the first step of them trying to create a roadmap for for stuff maybe not I don't know I just that's the impression I got I think some of the problem they're running into in their coherent in their in their in their like consistent universe that they're building is that the tone is different in every one of those fucking films you know and Marvel's done a good job of like building even even just like like as much criticism as it gets for its sort of like flat visual look it it does mean that they've kind of kept it very you know everything kind of sits well together whereas like the goofy upbeatness of a Shazam doesn't sit with anything in the Suicide Squad or in the the Justice League stuff. Guys, want to take a minute and just get that get that gas out of it. <laughs> it's, it's vile. Hey, I have you on tape from the beginning of this thing, and I didn't say a damn word. Do you know what I mean? Like the first five minutes of this, are you? <clears throat> then you move the microphone. I didn't say a word. Yeah, and I fired a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it comes from eating yeah, that much it, cheese. I think it touched a nerve there, Kev. <laughs> I mean, I like, I, I heard every noise and then went, I have to listen to them again <laughs> and I have to cut them out to make this animal seem civilized. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, you can't say that to me. I'm from the country. Boba Fett was pretty good this week. No, go on. You were saying you don't, you don't believe in DCU. What they call it, DCEU or something? Where is the E coming from? I've yeah. never understood. It was it, it was extended to... universe, but now I think they're changing it to. Mm. Oh, they did change it to something that not allowed multiverse, for... but they're changing yeah. it to yeah multiverse Met- stuff. Metaverse, or metaverse, maybe no. It's like the the <laughs> DC comics um, character experience. Like it just allows for them to have multiple. Batman in the same place and have Tyler Heckland Superman in the same places like they did that crossover where they have Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller and the other guy Grant Gustin in the same same flashes you mean John Mulaney he is a he is a bit micro Mulaney isn't he Um, now that you say it sorry but you are saying before I rudely interrupted you he's gone we lost him but Boba Fett was pretty good this week Boba Fett was good tell us about Boba Fett then did you watch Boba Fett Uh, you know I haven't um Okay. So the first thing I noticed was the action set piece at the start was good. Mm. And I was like, I was impressed by the choreography right away in the episode. And then I saw it was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, I looked it up. I couldn't find it before the, before the podcast, but I think we talked about him on the podcast a while back. There was a stunt coordinator and second unit director brad allen mm. um he was in a couple of jackie chan films and he i think he worked uh, i think he did the choreography for shang chi um mm. but uh, it was really excellent like he, he's got a great fight scene in the movie's not great it's called gorgeous it's a jackie chan film but there's a fight scene at the end it's about 10 minutes long and it's a one-on-one fight and it's fantastic kind of I won't say the movie was better, but it kind of saved the movie for me because I was watching it kind of 
disappointed and the fights in it. It was great. Mm-hmm. But I think when he, he passed away suddenly um, a couple of months back, and I think... Oh, Jesus. If I, if I remember correctly, Bryce Dallas Howard tweeted about him because she'd been working with him and she directed this episode. So I didn't even check, but he probably worked on... Mm the choreography and stuff for this episode and it shows and it was really cool and um yeah it's just you know sad that uh that he's gone he was clearly a, 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 a excellent contributor to the projects yeah he and in. yeah and particularly you know i would say the west is kind of always playing catch-up to fight choreography from the east and he'd worked with jackie chan's team for years and he was one of the people kind of leading the the I don't know, leading the kind of change and in innovation in, in kind of Western action movie fight scenes. And he was doing good stuff. And I think it was immediately noticeable. Like Before, I didn't know Bryce had directed a directed episode. And straight away, once he took the sword out and started doing stuff, I was like, oh, this looks great. It's yeah. like really solid kinetic action. Um, so yeah, so it was the, cool. The, 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 the elephant in the room of it is the best episode of Boba Fett was an episode of The Mandalorian. Boba Fett doesn't feature in the thing at all. It's Such Din Djarin. a strange decision. It's just a Mandalorian episode. It's him and the the armorer and the other Mandalorians after returning Grogu. Boba Fett doesn't feature. He gets himself a new ship. It's great. It's the best episode of the entire series. And he doesn't feature at all. I have a question. Go on. I heard Danny Trejo was in it. Is that true? He is. Not this That's episode. Enough, know. Thank you. Um, it's he, it he's watching? in a Robert Rodriguez episode. It's worth watching to watch it. Um, yeah, no, I, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not. Uh, uh, I, I don't think it's been bad, but the Mandalorian has been so kind of economic and efficient, and mm-hmm. like telling these really concise, lean stories. Yeah, I think people expected just more of the same, but you, with you, Boba Fett, and you, it just it's been a bit directionless. Yeah, from the start. You, well, it's it's that we don't give a shit. I don't. I don't care. We don't know why we should yet. Yeah. yeah. When he's protecting the child from the very beginning of the Mandalorian, you're like, I understand. I can very easily get behind this idea. There's a my, baby. My dad. Yeah. My dad has walked into the room while I was watching the Mandalorian, and he's just, you know, just stood there and said nothing, and stood there for like three minutes and just watched it. Mm. Whereas, like, usually he'd walk in and watch, and somebody's like. What sort of shite are you watching this time? Whereas he just walked in, saw it, and said nothing. And after about three or four minutes, he's like, "What's this called?" And obviously, it's it's referencing a lot of stuff he grew up, you yeah. know, watching like you know, spaghetti westerns, westerns yeah. and all. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, but at the same time, it's guys in you know space sci-fi costumes, and he just two or three times that I've been watching The Mandalorian, he's kind of walked in and he's just been sucked into it, and he's just kind of stood there and. You know what part of the problem that's, is? That's been the strength of the Mandalorian, you know, and it, they just haven't repeat for some reason they haven't repeated it with Boba Fett. But the fact that they did it in an episode of the yeah. season with a different character—it's not like it's a—it wasn't a fluke, basically. It's so not a fluke. They know it, how to yeah. deal with this character or characters in this vein. And I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna rant here for a moment um, because go for it. You, I won't interrupt. You did say two weeks ago on an episode you went, you know, like fanboys are annoyed that it's not addressing their headcanon. And you're right, like the Empire Strikes Back and maybe Return of the Jedi, you're a half dozen lines. But the thing is, that's 1983. 
maybe I'm, I, I can't remember the exact timeline if Jedi was 85 or if it was 83 it was I earlier I think it was 83 up. I think um, it was 83 if not earlier he has we, you say that but he was a very popular toy he was a very popular character so from that point on he has been an expanded universe books role playing games video games animated series comic books this character has expanded to the point that we know how he should react and what his character is but and this thing like it I, can all be I dismissed think, as expanded universe nonsense this is the movie now we're going to do it for real i, I don't but even think that's it. like i i think i think they could change all that mm-hmm. because they've clearly decided to change all that mm-hmm. and it should still work i don't think the problem is that he's not a badass i think the problem is there's a there's an unevenness of tone. Mm. There is a. It's jarring the jump between the flashbacks and then the present day yep. stuff, and then so much. Nothing happens in the present day. Nothing I think happens. that's the problem. And that, in the that's present day the stuff. Well. It, it, it's right. not. It's not we, that he's not a badass. It's that he's. There's in not even him being passive. Just the dramatically, mm. narratively, there's an inaction, and it's it's kind of like where what's his plan? Where where is he going? I, he's been to two cafes and a, a municipal building you know what I mean he went to the bloody courthouse or something like it's it's boring and I know you're right that they could change it but the thing is if they're going to change it cool but let's start from the position I mean, where we I, know him I think that's the other thing as well is that the Mandalorian it's it's the show that people have in their heads it's the one that expands the universe he goes to different planets he sees different stuff like in this episode He's in that long that highfalutin um, place and, and the halo yeah. ring. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he's seeing all these different things. Mm. So it, it's not even just that. It's it's the fact that you've got a Star Wars a show set. fight in, on a jetpack. Yeah. So, but this is the thing then in Boba Fett, you've got a show set in the same universe and it it's, it's bound to the desert. It's bound to these sets. He never gets. And a half dozen never goes, lads on mopeds. Yeah. He, he never goes to these kind of exotic sci-fi things that people love star wars for it's just he's he's in a tent or he's in a tank or he's in a cafe and it's just those three locations each time and the thing is somebody said as well i don't know if it was you or somebody said you know if 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 it was correct it was probably me if the mandalorian is a spaghetti western i probably said it if the mandalorian is spaghetti westerns then but if it's garbage then it wasn't me then the book of boba fett is trying to do uh, Lawrence of Arabia and that's a nice comparison and it's a nice starting point and it's probably John Z. at the end of Mandalorian season 2 where we see Boba Fett walk in and take his place on that throne and then it says coming soon the book of Boba Fett and then we open with this flashback of him tearing his way out of the Sarlacc pit and you're like this is him in the outfit this is cool fuck the present day let's see how he got it's kind of like let's just spend just all our time grinds here. the cool story to a halt with yeah. all this other stuff the train sequence was amazing like mm-hmm. he if they had made him just more of a dick episode one episode two coming to learn the ways of the tuscan people coming to respect them and help them fight against the people that were there before going off to find his armor that's your whole season i don't need to see him in mos espa trying yeah. to be a gangster let me see how this man survived recovered redeemed himself thrived and got to wherever and yeah do 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 that stuff season two, you know, the yeah. what follows. But just yeah. t- tell it tell it linear and yeah. 
because we, I, I think that stuff has been good you know just like you said the train heist him kind of learning their ways and learning to respect them mm. that's been stronger than the the kind of present stuff yeah even though it's it, in a like galaxy far far away they they gloss over i say they gloss over but like if you're looking to make six episodes of television, if you've got a fucking swoop bike gang terrorizing them and then a larger organization, like that scene he had where he stops the train and just goes, these are the ancestral lands of the Tuscan Raiders, you will pay it. That's, that's it. Set them up. Set them up as the kingdom of the Tuscan Raiders and then go find your armor. That's your arc for your season. I'd have watched a whole season of that. And they're just pissing it away in flashback sequences. And... It's it's just incredibly frustrating, especially after last week's episode where, you know, I got a message from a mate that just went, what the fuck was that? Nothing happened. It was so boring. Like, e- even from I, a visual standpoint as well, I, like, I still, I, I think the first time I'd heard of Back to the Tank was when I saw, like, concept art of Vader in mm. one, and he's in this kind of egg thing. Mm. But when we see Fett in one, he's just lying in an isolation tank, mm. you know? Just visually, it it could be this cool upright. Thing. Well, we we do see um, we see Luke in it in Hoth in the Empire Strikes Back when they bring him out of the the ice. You know, he's floating in that for the for a while. Like, but, but what I mean, just just from like a set design, production yeah. design thing, they could have made it this cool thing. So at least even when we cut to it, if mm. he was in this more interesting looking contraption, but instead it's just him in a bathtub with, with know, a, with at a horizontal on. like thirty and degree it, angle. Just, yeah, it's a it's a boring visual, you know. Um, it's it's just from that standpoint as well that they're they're approaching it in a very kind of pedestrian way. There, whereas just straight away visually, this episode with the Mandalorian was just there were so many choices in it that were so much more visually interesting. But than, then where than stuff we've seen, it it seems like they're spending more money on it than they are on on this. Where That's does this the fall things. down then? If I start digging through the 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 production cast, right? I feel like they. I, I look at. The I feel co- like it was either rushed or they're spending less money on it. If I look at the concept art at the end of these episodes, it's not as good as the Mandalorian art. Like just being a being a bitch about it, like probably rushed. Is if I dig Which into means it, less money. if I dig into it, is the art director on this the you know the assistant art director on the Mandalorian, but the art director on that fucking Mandalorian episode we just watched is the Mandalorian guy. Do you know what I mean? Like. I don't, yeah. I don't, like, we're seeing the same crew, we're seeing the same directors, we're seeing the same writer, you know? So is it the production designers? Is it, what, what, where's I think the gap? They pro- I think they probably rushed it, because... They, they got their number Di- one guy for Mandalorian, and now they Disney's, hit someone else for these things. Disney's got this platform that needs content, so yeah. they've got to squeeze, you know, stuff out of IP, and they, they probably, the Mandalorian was probably in pre-production for years. Mm-hmm. And it was probably much more meticulous and stuff. Whereas once it worked, it was like, okay, spin-off show. And it, it's probably it's probably just been fast-tracked. And I, I reckon I, that's the, the difference. I, I don't... I will, I will allow for... I will allow for as if I have any permission to give Grant or whatever the fuck. But like the, the concept that the director is going to drive these things and make them good or bad is not wholly applicable here it's a it's a big team production with styles that are set from various previous events i don't lump this entire i don't think robert rodriguez is responsible for the shit ones being shit and bryce dallas howard is responsible for the good ones being good i think there's something more fundamental going on in terms of like 
the the production guidelines are set and established for what the Mandalorian is, and someone else is doing that work for, like John Favreau writes, "Here lies Boba Fett in a bacter tank." Somebody went off into that concept art, and it wasn't good. And someone okayed it, and it wasn't good. You know what I mean? Like I I can't I can't kind of reconcile the idea that Favreau wrote something so fucking. I don't I don't even know the like he's not writing groundbreaking stuff. These are simple, clean stories. So when they're getting translated to television, how is it so flat? I don't know. Is it just fundamentally flawed to have this like flashback structure? They rusted. I think it's pretty simple. Probably you know, it fits it fits all. <laughs> Just rushed. They rushed it. Yeah. I. This is my fear, holy, for every spin-off show that they mentioned when they were like, hey, we're doing all of these things, and it's like, this is the guy from Rogue One that you remember was a rebel, and this is the one from, here's the Starfighters one. And I'm like, Mandalorian was amazing because they got a great team together, they focused, and they were, you know, they told the story they wanted to tell. Now you're like, let's make nine more McNuggets, you know, and because we've got the the system rigged up I was like I just don't see it working they they need content they need subscriptions so and that, that was the thing like when they announced this first in the platform it was you know the Marvel stuff and one Star Wars show mm. that was it mm. and then once it worked it's like okay more mm. start churning them out because they got two seasons of the Mandalorian out very quick as well you know, mm. because they probably did a lot of pre-production in terms of you know, a uh, kind of a series Bible and and what have you. And they probably had less fully formed ideas for Boba Fett. They just thought, oh, immensely popular character. That's a that's some low hanging fruit. Let's let's go. All they needed was the him in the desert with the Tuscans helping them out. Because even in Mandalorian, between Mandalorian season one and two, we've seen Din Djarin's character sort of expand on the on the Tuscan culture in his time on Tatooine, like actually talking to them and working with them as a team, like that first episode. The thing, that's the thing as well, is like shooting on location is more expensive than on the set. What's the, the thing they've called? The, oh, the the environment that they use in the space, the volume. Yeah, the, the, the volume, yeah. Um, you know, the more they can shoot in there, it's going to be more cost effective than shooting on location in the, the desert each time for mm. the Lawrence of Arabia storyline. So, They've got this resource where they can shoot everything, so it just makes more sense to to split. Because they, they, they approach this stuff as well from a budget standpoint. It's like, how many weeks to film an episode? Well, we've got to do X amount of it here on the volume because it's cheaper than going outdoors to shoot this other stuff. Okay, we'll write a story around that where it's 20 pages outside and 60 pages in the volume. That That is how they approach this stuff as well, you know? There's, mm. there's it sucks. The like, the fact that he's flying around in a Naboo starfighter now, like I don't know if that meant anything to you in any big bad way, but like, I love that they kind of reclaimed that ship, that little starfighter guy. I enjoyed playing those things in the video games. That episode was so good, and it's <laughs> so dis like even just Mandalorian has to get the bus, <laughs> was such a funny kind of moment. And like, there's, I don't know how many times we're going to be able to watch him rebuild a spaceship because he's done it three times or something at this point. But yeah, it's really fucking frustrating for it to be 
Is there one episode left this season? I think so. Ugh. Nothing's fucking happened. And if this you has pick... kind of been my my worry with a lot of the Disney stuff so far is that there's rather than make a movie split into six episodes, they're kind of making a short series season run with some filler. Yeah. And Would you have work. been happy if that arc had been like obviously they'd have to fill stuff out, but if that arc had been time in the desert, this train is a problem. Let's storm the train. And strike that bargain with the people that's that's all we needed if that was the end of it him as him earning his place among the Tuscans getting his weapon hopping on a bantha and riding out to find his armour into the sunset with a little bit of fan service somewhere along the way because that's what people want as well mm. but if the if it's the fan service the then it's Boba Fett and his armour flying around his jetpack and he's not doing that shit either and every time he puts the helmet on he immediately goes here's my big bald head and then he pulls up his fly and penis you're better than that I think we've proved over the course of the last two hours that I'm not you you can't resist a terrible joke it wasn't even a joke it was just crass I just said the word penis at a certain point (laughs) low hanging fruit best not touched don't touch the low hanging fruit There, there you go there was a better penis joke just you know, off the top of my head. Good night.